Welcome back, everyone, to SEL Conversions. Today's conversation is with practitioners of SEL and how they're making a huge impact on the climate and culture in their building and some of the practical ways that others could follow in their footsteps. Tom, who are we talking to today? Mike, thanks again for that wonderful introduction. We're so happy to have all of our listeners here with you. I can't, I am so excited, so very excited. We have two champions of social emotional learning with us tonight from Garnet Valley Middle School. We have Kiara Bouchard and we have Brittany Hagen. Ladies, welcome to the SEL Convergence. Thank you. Oh, thanks so much. Now, listeners, what you do not see behind these two ladies is a beautiful, beautiful visual of their their school uh, teacher's lounge, but they're going to let them get into that in a little bit. But first, I'm going to tell you, so Kiara is one of our graduates of our Newman University master's degree in social emotional learning. And, and my dear friend has been spreading the word about our program and really implementing as, as one of the SEL champions in Garnet Valley Middle School. And Brittany Hagen, I, I dare guess, has been influenced by Kiara Bouchard. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's an incredibly positive influence. So again, ladies, welcome so much. Can you tell our listeners just a little snapshot of what you each do every day? And Kiara, maybe we'll start with you. Sure. So hi. Um, so my name is Kiara. I am seventh grade science at Garnet Valley Middle School. Um, I also happen to be um, the department liaison, which is sort of like the department head for science at the middle school. Um, gosh, I don't even remember uh, when I finished your program. If it was, it was before COVID. So that's um, two years. Two thousand, I think. Yeah. And I've been sort of just telling everybody about it and Garnet Valley, I feel like contingency is growing. Well, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Uh, the university is grateful. And uh, uh, everybody that has come through Garnet Valley Middle School has been an outstanding human being. So keep them coming, Kiara. You got it. <laughs> and Brittany, tell our, tell our listeners about yourself. Yes, yeah, so I'm Brittany Hagen, and I teach seventh grade ELA, so English Language Arts, at Garnet Valley Middle School. And I'm so lucky because I am on the same team as Kiara. So we have the same students, and we work closely together with um, the rest of our team members. I've been at Garnet Valley. This is my fifth year there. So I started teaching sixth grade, then I bumped up to seventh grade, um, and I coached the seventh grade lacrosse team too. And I'm enrolled in the master's program at Newman. That's so fantastic. it's going really well. So uh, in one of Brittany's more recent master's degree uh, projects, she brought this incredible project to me that I was so thrilled to see. And then I realized that Kiara was involved. And then I asked Brittany if she would uh, bring Kiara in. Uh, with her to this podcast, and they both were willing to do that. And so, ladies, tell our listeners the the genesis behind what we're going to speak about tonight. How did this How did this wonderful uh, experience come to be? Uh, so, this you know, um, it, it's sort of all you have to sort of understand that you know, Brittany and I have been working together for I don't know 
it was four years now. Mm-hmm. So we have the kind of relationship I think where it's very much a safe space. And when one of us gets a crazy idea, no matter how out of the world it sounds, we just feel okay letting the other one hear about it and then giving feedback. And I think a lot of our, the thing, even a lot of the things we do in the classroom, not just in the school have come from these conversations where we just get this weird idea and we're like, Hey, I know this is really strange, but what do you think? And, you know, I'm so lucky that Brittany, you know, can bounce these things off of me and bounces them, you know, back and forth. Um, so it was sort of, uh, it was our first year back in the pandemic. It was in the fall. And, um, you know, the, like the phrase teacher tired has never been, you know, more appropriate than at that time. And I think, uh, we were in teaching virtually and we were on our preps in school, trying to find a way that we could channel all of our anxious energy into something productive. You know, we could see what was happening in the building. We could, um, you know, like the stress was palpable. So we were just, what can we do? And, and I, I think Brittany had this idea about the faculty room first. So, so Brittany, what did you see about the faculty room that generated an idea? So the faculty room is such a nice, it's a big space. Um, It's the same size as one of our classrooms. And really it was when we were in this virtual setting that we would spend a lot of time in there and we would see how people would kind of go in and out of it. And I really just wanted to make that space the center of the school for when people would come back to the hybrid setting that's where I wanted them because people are in making copies. People are in there putting their lunches in. Um, a lot of the faculty members eat lunch in there. So um, it was just this space that had a lot of potential. And I knew we could make it something that was just so welcoming and so clean and just fresh and new for everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, what our listeners don't see behind Brittany and Kiara is a visual of that beautiful, beautiful space. So uh, friends, can you describe to our audience what the faculty room did look like <laughs> and, and then the entire process of transformation? <laughs> so, <laughs> we didn't include any before pictures as our background. So I will say the room before and Kiara add in anything, it was redone at one point and we don't know exactly when it was redone. So it was definitely a couple of years, kind of the same, the same stuff. So as any building and anyone who is a teacher knows that things, um, over the summer with the change of heat in the building to air conditioning thing to air conditioning, things don't always stay on the walls that great. So there was a lot of things that were kind of peeling off the walls. Um, There was just a lot of older appliances that weren't really being used. And 
Yeah, there, it was just it. Part of it was still really nice. And part of it was also kind of used as a storage place just for extra things that were in the building because it was a place that people could put them because like I said, we're lucky we have a very big room. And there is a lot of space. So I think that a lot of um, things that people weren't sure where they would go, it was kind of put um, in this spot. Yeah, there was like um, a stand that must have been from guidance some years ago that was filled with pamphlets on like teenagers and drug use, how to talk to them, like, you know, don't drink before you're 21. And, you know, although that it's very informative literature, it was, you know, not great lunchtime reading for the faculty. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we wanted a different vibe, I guess. Yes. And we wanted to make it, we wanted to make it updated too. So along with those pamphlets, we found some of the posters that were just from, like, I think one of them was from the early 2000s and they were just posters that schools and workplaces are required to have, but they just, it needed a little bit of a facelift. And so tell us about that faceless because uh, I'm getting to see it as we speak. Yes. So this was something that I had gone to Kiara with and I just had this idea and Kiara is always so good at when we were kind of talking about bouncing ideas off of one another. She is always one that's like, this is what we need to do. Like she's good with like the action piece of it. So, um, we had spoken and we were lucky enough to talk to the principal and she was very on board and very, very willing to help us how we needed that. And, um, it just started growing. So it first started with just the bulletin boards. And then from there it turned into, okay, what if we have like pops of green? And then from there it was, okay, what if we make some of these things three-dimensional and then, that kind of turned into, and it just all was like snowballing and like spiraling in the best way possible. And then it was like the next day, I think we went into school and Kiara had all of these, like the flower boxes that are on the table. And then we were like, okay, well, what if we could do, what if we could do this coffee bar? And then it just, it, the ideas just kept rolling. And I think it just started with, we like a, a farmhouse coffee shop theme. And then from there, it just went in all different directions in a very good way. So, so Kiara, Brittany mentioned you got the support of your principal. Can you talk about that, that process as it unfolded? And can you also comment to our listeners how important that is? Sure. So um, we love our administration at the middle school. Uh, I think we're very lucky in that, you know, they really support us and they get us um, and they recognize that we kind of needed this. And by we, I, I don't just mean like, um, you know, the school, but in some ways, I think Brittany and I needed to do this as like <laughs> part of our own way of kind of coping with what was going on. And I think, you know, they see us sort of heading in these tangents and they're like, okay, you know, we'll give you the space to work and whatever you need, you let us know. And um, so our principal, she, um, you know, even gave us a, a budget to do this, but I, you know, we, we are really fortunate in all things that, you know, not just this, but 
kind of no matter if we're, if we're going to take a risk, if we're going to go ahead and plan and be willing to risk something, um, they want to be there for us, whether it's successful or not. Um, mm. And that's, you know, it's so huge because it's really hard to put yourself out there, you know, especially, you know, this is for our like teaching peers. It's, you know, totally different thing when it's to, you know, kids in the classroom. And I don't know which one's harder, but, you know, they support, they've supported us in both. And so just having that space to, to succeed or fail, but knowing that they're there either way was really, really helpful. So I, I love as you're sharing that, Kiara, you're really talking about leadership, uh, leadership in terms of listening uh, to two staff members who are excited, who are passionate, who want to serve the greater good in this regard, serve their colleagues and staff members, and, and not only the emotional support, but even financial support, which is, that's really significant today. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so Brittany, uh, you talked about the coffee bar uh, uh, for our uh, listeners. This is a big, beautiful room. Uh, it's bright with red chairs. There's a lot of light. There's a lot of white. There are black and white tablecloths. And, and I'm going to take a wild guess. Please, please tell me if I'm off base. I'm going to guess that coffee bar is pretty important. It is very, very important. It is what keeps our school running some days. <laughs> yes, this is one of, and this was one of the ideas that wasn't really part of the initial plan, but spiraled in our conversations. And um, at first it was just a Keurig and a couple of K-cups that we thought would be nice for when everybody came back to school when they would see the room, but we were like, we can do more. And, um, you know, one box of K cups will not, that does not fund a staff. So one of the ideas that we came up with is, and again, going back to the leadership and my principal and administration being on board is we asked if staff members could wear jeans on Wednesdays. And if they chose to wear jeans, they could pay $5 a month. And then we've been using that money to then fund the coffee bar. So it's been really great. They either, there's like a money box that they can just put cash in or they are able to Venmo, Kiara or I, and then we just order K-cups. It's really fun when it's the holidays and there's seasonal blends and seasonal creamers and we get tea, there's hot chocolate. And there's really just, there's a bunch of different options for even people that don't drink coffee. But it's nice because if you go into the staff room in the morning when you need to make copies or drop your lunch off, it's an area that people tend to gather around as they're waiting for their coffee or, you know, you can always go in there and find people that are um, starting their morning off there, which is just so great to see. So with that $5 per month in terms of the Gene Wednesday, what I'm also hearing is, is a literal investment on the mm -hmm. part of the staff. Yes, absolutely. So this really resonated with them. This is something that they they gravitated towards. Yeah, we have and we have staff that you know don't drink coffee, but will support <laughs> support the coffee bar in the room just because of you know what it represents and 
um, I think the other day we had professional development in our school and it was um, some of the district-wide departments came and they don't always gather in our school. And so they used our faculty room for the first time. And that was so funny just to hear people, you know, you get so people get used to it. So sure, here, sure. Hearing the reactions of people that aren't normally in the building, people taking pictures. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Now, early on in this conversation, both of you commented and used the word relationship. Now, I know you were commenting about each other, that each of you felt safe, emotionally safe to bring ideas, to bring your passion to each other. But have you noticed the transformation of the, the faculty room? Has that in any way enhanced relationship building? Oh, for sure. Um, I know that you at home can't see it, but kind of um, in Brittany's background right now, sort of over her shoulder, there we go. Um, there's it says staff shout outs. And so one of the bulletin boards is um, uh, a place where, so we, um, Brittany took little white, they look like coffee mugs and they're pieces of paper and they have, um, you know, pins in them. And you can just write a note to a staff member and you don't have to sign it with your name, just like an anonymous shout out of somebody that was being awesome. So, you know, whether it was the tech person for, you know, getting all the one-to-one -one tech set up or just the nurse for dealing with, you know, everything that's been going on or just anybody doing anything awesome. Um, so it's been, you know, a place where people can get recognized, but, you know, people can gather and people can eat and it doesn't smell weird. And <laughs> 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 I love that. I love it. So I'm going to ask you if our listeners are interested and they want to email me to maybe come for a visit. And uh, if they email me and I contact you, and once you get permission from administration, would that be okay? Yeah, that's something that we, yes, as long as our administration is okay with it, that would be awesome. Super. I would love to see that happen because what you are creating is something that we don't often speak about in the world of academic success and social emotional learning. You are creating a climate and a culture that is socially emotionally, uh, uh, you're talking about social emotional wellness. What's what you've created here. Now, I, I know from Brittany, Kiara, that something else happened. There was this somehow miraculous ability to actually bring a food truck into Garnet Valley Middle School. Mike, now, I don't know if you've ever had a food truck in your school. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say no. That's <laughs> now, there, I know schools that have had food trucks pull up outside, but, but ladies, tell us about how you brought a food truck actually in to Garnet Valley Middle School. Yes, it, it sounds very impressive when you say it like that. <laughs> it's, it's maybe not as exciting in person, although it's still one of my favorite things. So um, this sort of started right after the faculty room transformation, that first, you know, COVID teaching year in the fall, so 2020. Um, and you know, we, we, we did the faculty room, we did the coffee bar and we were sort of like on a roll, like had the, all this energy and 
what else can we do? You know, we want to recognize all the people that are in the building working hard and, you know, we're doing as much as we can for the kids. What else can you do for the staff? Um, and I, I honestly think the idea came from when we were talking with one of our um, assistant principals about like, you know, what else can we do? And, and he really loves snacks and everybody knows how much you love snacks. <laughs> and he mentioned something about snacks and, um, you know, where it went from there, I, I don't really recall, but we took my um, classroom cart. That's probably three feet long by three feet tall, made of some, you know, unknown cart material <laughs> wheels. Um, and we um, bought trifold boards and um, covered them. And my husband um, built a little awning out of dowels and we attached it as like a facade to three sides of the cart and the front, we made a little hood, um, with headlights that are just, you know, these led touch battery lights that you can just turn on and the back Brittany made a little, um, license plate for it. Um, and once a month we drive it around, you know, push the cart. We, we go during our prep and lunch. Um, and during our team meeting, if we don't have a meeting and, um, oh, there we go. So Brittany just changed her background so that you could see the cart. Really There's the food it. truck, Mike. Not... There's the food truck. <laughs> a little window. <laughs> window you can order from if you choose to put your head through the window. That, that's really awkward because the height is strange. Um, we have a chalkboard on it where we update the menu once a month. So we put snacks and drinks on the cart and, you know, every month we do like, like a special themed treat and we drive it around. We knock on everybody's doors. Um, if we know that they're not testing, we like kind of are, you know, pretty loud <laughs> we play music. We, we dress up weird. So on Halloween, we wear costumes and you know, sometimes we wear chef hats and I don't know, we just, we just put it all out there and drive around and it's really, really fun. I love it. Brittany, what was the initial response from the staff? So, well, first I want to preface this by saying that Kiara is being very generous. When she says we built this, I had nothing to do with the building piece. <laughs> this was entirely her creation and her vision. And I just remember getting a text from her one weekend that said, what are some, I think you asked for inspirations or pictures and we sent some pictures back and forth. And then like, that was that. And then Kiara came in Monday with everything ready to go. And I was amazed. And it's all I could think about for days because I was so excited about it. Um, so to circle back to your question though, the first, so the reaction from the staff, our first food truck run, we were both kind of like, this is either going to be really cool or just really super weird. And it's going to be really awkward. And the staff was absolutely amazing. Mm. And going along with how um, we had said, you know, we're really lucky with our administration. We're really lucky with the staff that we have at our school too, because I think they know Kiara and I enough now that they know that our ideas can be crazy and can be a lot. And there are so many staff members that are just so all in for it. So I think our first one, we were dressed up in chef hats. And I think a lot of people weren't really sure what to expect either, but 
there's something that's so great about seeing each of the staff members and even just giving them a break for a couple seconds just to come out and grab something, even though it's interrupting their class. So many people are so appreciative and just are so complimentary about it. And it's it's so nice to be able to give everyone that break and that pick me up, mm-hmm. especially because any teachers know there's so many things that happen in the school day that those little things are really what's important um, on a day when you are having having a rough day or just need to pick me up. So I, I imagine that some of our listeners are thinking, how do they pay for this food truck? Who, who pays for all these snacks? So that that's evolved quite a bit. Um, you know, when we first jumped into this, we, you know, Brittany and I tend to jump in all the way and we don't always have it all figured out, but we know it's a good idea and we just barrel on through anyway. And then we're like, oh yeah, we probably have to think about that, but we're just going to do it and worry about it later. So, um, our, again, our principal, um, she sponsors $50 a month toward the food truck, every single run, which is amazing. Um, and what happened, you know, toward the beginning. So I think the very first run, um, you know, that one was probably the most challenging for us to fund, but we figured out um, that there were so many people that were on board with what we were doing, that there were other teams in the building and other individuals that wanted to be a part of what we were doing. So they, you know, would offer to sponsor the truck, you know, even if it was just, um, you know, donating $10 or bringing in a box of snacks or something. And then we would send out the school email saying, Hey, you know, there's going to be a truck run tomorrow. Here's who's sponsoring. Be sure to say thank you to them. Um, and you know, so the more we did that, the more and more people that would jump in, um, I'd say about halfway through last year, we started, um, introducing a raffle. So, um, we, (laughs) and I don't remember how, we got onto the, again, this is just one of those ideas. We're like, let's do it. It sounds amazing. And then we'll worry about the details later. So I don't exactly remember how, um, how it started or, but it's just like everything else we do. Um, so we got, uh, we had someone that suggested we reach out to Wawa. Mm. Um, so looking at local, you know, companies that might be supportive of what we were doing and Wawa donated a gift basket. Wow. We sold tickets in the building to the staff for someone to win um, this donated gift basket from Wawa. And we got a great response. And we took um, the, you know, the money that we made from that and then put it at the food truck run for that month. And then the next month, um, we reached out to a grocery store uh, called the Fresh Market in Glen Mills and they donated like this beautiful basket. And so we did the same thing. Um, and then, and this is, uh, Brittany's really good at this part because she, she gets a lot of, she's able to talk people into the donations really well. Whereas I struggled <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, Trader Joe's, I think. Wow. Fantastic. Some things. Mm-hmm. So we've been, you know, reaching out to the community and, trying to pull them in, explaining what we were doing, explaining how important it is and getting them involved. And we're currently working on tasty cake and they're not responding. So I think we gotta, we gotta go for it a little bit more. 
You got to start putting the pressure on Tasty Cake, Brittany. Yes. Hopefully they're listening. Tasty Cake, respond <laughs> to us. <laughs> we need you guys. <laughs> it's fantastic. Now, as you as you spoke about this and as you spoke about the, the teacher's lounge, one of the notes I just made is you clearly have administrative support. And that leadership, we all know, is critically important. It's essential. But I'm also sensing you have a really open-minded, healthy staff. And, and, and so, uh, again, you're both nodding your head. Can, can you tell our listeners more about that? How did that healthy staff come to be? Because to be open to your creative ideas, there has to be a healthy staff to receive these ideas. Um, that's a great point. And, you know, I think, um, I can't speak for Brittany, but I know that I've worked in places where the staff wasn't like that. And, you know, I don't know that I would have felt as, you know, I, I don't know that I would have been able to do something like this, mm -hmm. you know, feeling that way. Um, you know, I think with the, the faculty room was really sort of a, a test for us, you know, we had always hoped that it'd be hard. I think it would be hard to sort of criticize a, a room transformation like that, where it wasn't, it was, a, for us, it was kind of safe, I think, you know, we, but it was an easy way to test the waters on, on how people would respond to what we were doing, you know, even just sort of stepping up and, and putting yourself in, you know, the forefront a little bit can mm -hmm. be scary, just you know, you're never quite sure what people are thinking. Um, but it, it really just went over well. And I, I think people really appreciated that we were, you know, thinking about their wellness and, and mm. not the wellness of the kids. And, you know, that was recognized and appreciated. And, um, we've, we've tried to just make it really fun and, by like incorporating the thoughts and ideas of others. So sometimes when um, other teams want to sponsor, if they have a friend that maybe makes cookies, they could, you know, bring in cookies from that person that they know. And it's, it's helped us get by in that way by, by getting people involved, maybe that are a little bit quieter and sort of, you don't really hear from that often. Mm -hmm. So it's very inclusionary. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, and I, I'm just thinking very specifically to our first run because um, I, the faculty room was definitely a test, but I think when we did the food truck run too, I was very nervous to interrupt some classrooms and just knowing some different teacher styles and knowing certain things that they do in their classes, or maybe um, just like what class period they have at the time. I remember like going up to some rooms and just feeling a little bit nervous that I was interrupting. And those were the rooms that surprised me the most because they were, everybody was just so appreciative. And I think it's important to remind yourself that, you know, people can always surprise you and it's, it's important to kind of let go of those mm. thoughts and um, those scenarios that you could make up in your head or just think about somebody based on, you know, maybe one interaction that you've had um, because everybody was really, really supportive. Brittany, I love that message that people will surprise us and mm -hmm. surprise us for the positive. And that's such a really important message in, in the times we're in right now. 
Thank you for that. Thank you for that really important reminder. Mike, now as a special educator in your district, how does all, the, all this creativity resonate with you? What, do you? what are you feeling as you hear this tonight? <laughs> it's exciting. So I'm not, I'm not the first person in my, in my school building to hear about these things that are happening. And it's, it's, um, it, it would be an understatement to say that it's contagious because we already have a cart wheeling around our hallways. Wow. <laughs> um, so, so now, now I have a way better context as to why that's happening <laughs> and where that came from, but it's exciting. And it, it's, it's something where you don't, often know you need something until it happens and it takes someone who's willing to be vulnerable and someone who's willing to put in the work even though they're already stressed and have a lot going on and it it really like the return on your investment for something like that is huge beautiful it, it can't really be put into words what that does and I think it inspires a lot of other things so I'm excited to see how you know the cart at our school grows into other things and inspires other people to put their own little spin on how we build our climate and our culture in school. I can't wait to hear what comes next. <laughs> what can we come up with after a food cart? <laughs> I, I can't even imagine, but I want to know as soon as you guys, as soon as you guys create something new. Okay. So Kiara and Brittany. As we start to close up our podcast for this evening, I'd like you to both focus on uh, an essential message that we need to send not only to Garnet Valley Middle School, but to every school, every school across our region, every school across our country. Uh, what, what's the message that you wanna send? I think the first one that comes to my mind, there's two. But the first one that comes to my mind is that if you have an idea, you need to go for it because it can be very intimidating and it can, you know, feel unfinished in a way if you're not really sure if you have the full plan in mind. But if you have an idea, go for it because I feel like teachers are some of the most creative people. And if you can pull something like this into your school and find a good friend and partnership, like I have found in Kiara. Um, you know, the ideas will just keep coming. And exactly like Mike said, the energy will be contagious. Beautiful. Now, isn't that a really important message for our students? When you have an idea, something you're passionate about, you've got to go for it. We've got to take the leap. Thank you, Brittany. Kiara? <sighs> yeah, so I, I agree that it's, you know, the risk-taking, but also I... Um, you know, this has taught me a lot about leadership and I've seen, you know, I've seen Brittany grow so much, but I've seen so many people in the school, you know, teachers and staff grow so much just from opportunities like this. It's, you know, you find something that sort of sparks in you and, and mm -hmm. you push it forward, or you find something that you see sparking in someone else and you sort of encourage them to go forward in it. And, um, it's been, just been such a transformation in so many people from these small changes, um, you know, not just from the taking risks, but really just trying to put people like where they shine and then letting them do that has been, has been really, really important and really, really good. And it makes, you know, 
it, it makes us happier, but it, I think it just makes us better educators, I think. I would agree. I would absolutely agree. Anything that makes us healthier and happier will make us better educators. Ladies, you are doing beautiful work. I'm so very, very proud of you. I, I can't wait to, to get this out into the airways. Mike, as always, thank you for your producing. Have a beautiful evening, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you.